Well, this presentation is a joint collaborative work with colleagues from different CER centers working on different resource domains. Uh, more than 20 years of research provide important lessons and insights to understand how the management and governance of natural resources have impacted gender equality and empowerment. It is challenging to synthesize uh, this work, but I will highlight five key messages during this presentation. The first key message is that access to productive resources, including land, water, forests, and pastures, are key dimensions of empowerment. Therefore, accounting and addressing for gender differences in the distribution of property rights can improve outcomes of policies and interventions. Research has informed on the set of institutions that constrain how women and vulnerable groups access and control resources and inform strategies that address existing gender gaps. The second key message is that the structures governing resources are based on and influenced by asset endowments, but also by social norms, legal structures, and power relations. Women face important limitations to participate actively and effectively, which affect how they can benefit. When we talk about natural resource governance then, we talked about who is involved in making decisions, how are these decisions made, and at which level. Existing research has shown that women, youth, ethnic minorities, and less powerful groups often face important limitations to participate in decision-making processes. The third key message is our understanding of factors that influence access and adoption of technologies needs to account for the gender-differentiated roles, forms of knowledge, and access to information of how these influence behavior and decisions around resource management and allocation. Efforts to strengthen capacities should recognize different priorities and gender dynamics at the household and community level when designing and implementing and evaluating interventions. So I will refer to my two remaining key messages as I discuss two case studies that focus on forest and water, more specifically. So what have we learned from CER research during these many years? There are many lessons we could highlight, but here I will focus on those that emerge from research around resource rights and governance. In regards to forest, ongoing policy reforms in the sector, including decentralization, devolution, and transference of rights, can empower women and contribute to gender equality, but these outcomes depend on whether gender considerations are being incorporated in the design and implementation of these reforms. For instance, research has shown women face different risks when tenure reforms are implemented. This research has highlighted the need to clarify and secure rights of women and vulnerable groups as a precondition to promote investments, sustain livelihoods, and guarantee food security outcomes. Institutional arrangements and social norms influence how women's access control and benefit from forest resources. This was true also for policies and interventions addressing natural resource depletion and environmental degradation, such as payment for environmental services, reducing emissions from deforestation and forest degradation, and landscape restoration, as this will impact forests and forest user groups in different ways. In regards to water resources, it's a bit more challenging because of the characteristics of the resource. Water is fluid and transitory, making it more difficult to determine what constitutes rights to water resources, formally claimed and controlled by the state, but other activities are regarded as technical matters. However, a change in focus from water management to water governance has paved the way to looking at issues of gender inequality and empowerment in relation to water. Participation in water management initiatives, such as irrigation, contributes to women empowerment. However, women's main result excluded from water governance to formal and informal practices. So what are the key elements when we think about the way forward in terms of the research agenda around gender equality, uh, empowerment, and natural resource management and governance? 
The 2030 sustainability agenda, mainly our sustainable development goals, call for attention to dual goals of sustainability and inclusion. Research has shown that sustainability requires both men and women to work together to protect and enrich the natural resource base. However, gender and environment and natural resource management and governance continue to be perceived in research, development and policy as two parallel agendas. And the idea of gender as implying mainly women persists. Work around masculinities and incorporating intersectional perspectives to understand inequalities as contextual and political provides a way forward to transformational change. This, this requires understanding better how change occurs at the systemic level of empowerment, which will mean reviewing the way we analyze data across scales, which by now it's mainly happening at the household and community level. Rapidly changing economic, environmental, and political processes require exploring how diverse types of power, agency, and decision-making influence natural resource governance. Thank you.